That's great. It starts with an earthquake. Birds and snakes and airplanes and Lenny Bruce is not afraid. That's all I have to say. It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel Wuhan. Feeling Wuhan. That sounds like it could catch fire. (laughs) Is this the Wuhan episode? Man, look at all these points he's scoring. This player is Wuhan. (laughs) He's got three home runs this week. This player is Wuhan. (laughs) Wuhan. You can't stop him. He's out of control. It is amazing time to be alive in this great world that we live in. Right? Crazy, crazy times. 2020. Off the walls. Yeah. Today has been one of the days that uh, has never, ever happened in the history of this planet, where basically, other than maybe a war, forcing the complete screeching halt of sports as we know it in a 24-hour period where all systems were go, and now it's a complete shutdown. Yeah, we got our first draftee into the war against the Wuhan virus with Rudy Gobert, or is that his name? Gobert from the Utah Jazz, who thought it would be hilarious to touch everything in the locker room and touch all the microphones and then accidentally got coronavirus and then gave it to one of his teammates. Oops, my bad. I apologize. (laughs) Whoopsies. Uh, Not, yeah, not a good moment for him, especially since it's, Recorded and has been played over and over and over. And I'm sure it's a, a, a meme out there, too, and a gif and gif. And yeah, it's not his finest moment by any means. No, not his finest moment. This is episode 119 of Foul Territory, a baseball podcast. Maybe the last episode for all we know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can only hope, John. <laughs> See, some positive news coming out of this thing. And this is uh, episode 119, uh, The Hangover episode. Good movie. Yeah. Little, uh, the first one is, in particular was, was original and fun. Yes. That might be the hardest I've laughed in a theater at a comedy. Yeah. Certainly in my adult life. It's a good movie. Yeah. It doesn't quite hold up on further viewings. Like, it's still funny, but it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of wears out. You know, but then maybe all the sequels and then, you know, all the Bradley Cooper overexposure and the Zach Galifianakis overexposure and the Ed Helms overexposure. And then Doug, whatever that guy's name is from National Treasure, his underexposure, maybe that led to it all. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. We're hungover from the hangover. Yeah. Still a good movie, though. Yeah. Definitely. The first one is uh, watchable. I don't have a problem with it being 19. I don't have a problem with it being 19. It's a funny movie. There's stuff in there that is like legitimately hilarious. There's a couple movies behind it that should be above it. uh, Right. But we'll we'll get to those eventually. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of like fantasy baseball where it's like it's we're in that area where it's kind of like the tiers of goodness. Right. Like it's like this is a cluster of good. You know, when you're drafting your team and it's like it's the. You know, you want to get like a $25 player if you're doing auctions. Like there's like five or six guys who are worth 25 bucks. They don't. It's not all, you know, this thing of like, well, one's 25, one's 26, one's 27. It's like, ah, they're all 25. You're happy with any one of them. So hangovers like that. It's in the tier. It's in this this tier. There's a few overvalued films on this list. I believe that. And a few gems that are undervalued that, uh, again, we'll get to those as we progress through the list. Hopefully. But yeah, uh, we don't have a ton to talk about this week because we don't know what's going to happen. So officially, as of this afternoon, Major League Baseball postponed everything by two weeks, which 
doesn't seem like it's only going to be two weeks just based on everything else that's been going on. Hockey, NBA, March Madness, all NCAA spring sports have all been canceled. All championships have been canceled. Regular seasons are in the hands of the uh, each one of the conferences so they can do what they will. But as far as the national scope for all spring league sports canceled, including baseball, which is still a couple months away, month and a half away. Strange that they would pull the plug so quickly you know, on that. A lot of money going down the drain. Yeah. The thing that I don't understand about all this stuff is like, why are we canceling these things when we can just do empty stadiums or empty arenas? I've been watching on TV. People are still going to watch on TV. And you would think about it from an advertiser's point of view with so many eyeballs on TVs, the, the ad revenue numbers would be higher potentially. Yeah, exactly. Like everyone's home. Right. They'll be watching it on TV. Be sitting at home when they're supposed to be working on Thursday and Friday, <laughs> watching you know basketball games. So crazy. It's uh, so there's significant implications when we're talking about baseball in particular because we're on the verge of a new season. Yeah, or or are we? Or is is 2020 going to be deleted? <laughs> it could. It might be. It's going to get to a point where I think really what's going to happen. And this is my hunch. I'm going to throw out a hunch. My hunch is that as soon as you start to see the uh, the curve, you know, you hit the peak and you start to see it curving on to the other side. And I don't know if that's going to be two weeks, two months. And the further out that is, the greater the chances of seasons being canceled. And just, you know, that's it for all yeah. sports. Although NASCAR is continuing with empty tracks. So they're competing. It'll be on TV. They're moving forward. Yeah. They're concerned about their fans, not necessarily about their drivers and their crews. (laughs) But I would assume when you get to the point where you're controlling it at that small of a level at any sport, that it's easier to test. You're talking about, you know, dozens of people versus tens of thousands of people. You know, if you're having a basketball tournament and there's entourages from two schools, maybe what, 50 from each team, that that's manageable. You could you could test on a on a game by game basis, you would think. It's it's just, yeah, we are uh, at a loss for words because, <laughs> uh, you know, th- there's revenue that's lost, ad dollars that are lost, gambling, huge gambling impact. Vegas is going to feel the punch of this one. Yeah. Uh, injury situations with players. Some players are happy about it because it gives them time to mend. Other players are like I was on the verge of making the team because so-and-so was hurt and now I might not. You have uh, Vince Carter who may have played his last game, didn't realize it in the NBA, if the season is completely halted, things like that. Where, you know, it, the ripple effect is far and wide. Yeah, I don't even know, like, we, we, there's nothing, there's no precedent for this, right? Like, No. I mean, other than what we've seen in movies, and I'll tell you what, John, those don't end well. <laughs> 28 days later. You never really think about it, though, right? Like, when you're watching, like, The right. Walking Dead, like, I wonder what was the best team in the major league baseball that last year, like they filmed in Atlanta, maybe it was the Braves. Yeah. It's just, it is, it is unprecedented. It is, uh, you know, to sit there and, you know, even the talking heads, I'm amazed that they have anything to say that is of worthwhile effort because there's no reliable sources for this. There's no precedent to turn to. You have people who have their opinion about whether or not they, they pulled the plug too soon. And I can understand that. I mean, from a player point of view, you know, if you're a senior and you're on the number one ranked team in men's or women's basketball, this is brutal, brutal. It's the end of your career. Some may never play, you know, 
collegiate or professional sport again. You've seen college players like the the tournaments are where they showcase their talents and they move sure they move themselves up the draft board and that's we're not going to see that this year. We're no, it's it's just such a it's such a trip. And of course, I'm mostly concerned about how it affects me. And what's the impact on you? Well, I don't really mind the NBA suspending because like I wasn't really following the season. I'll be honest with you, John. The NHL, I have a fantasy bait hockey team, but I, I don't really care. The tournament, I'm a little bit bummed by. And, of course, the baseball season is a is a bummer. But, of course, the NFL dodges this bullet, right? But what about the XFL? Right, right. Were there even 50 people showing up for those games? What does it even matter? <laughs> that's that's true. So have they announced anything? I haven't. I didn't see them in the long list of headlines today of all the cancellations. I assume that everyone – I mean, I think that's how you just sort of stop this thing from going – Crazy village. Yeah. You just kind of stop it, all I mean, the gatherings. I get it. Yeah. I mean, I, I made a comment a couple of weeks ago to uh, in a conversation with people. I'm like, we should just shut everything down for three weeks and, and just, you know, it's going to yeah. be a fight. But if we don't do that, it's going to be staggered around the world with all these fits and starts. But if we just shut everybody down for three weeks, four weeks and recovered as a whole, I think it would not have had as big. Not that that's easy to do, but. Yeah, it's just it's it's bizarre. And it's even more bizarre for me being in Argentina where there hasn't been much activity, although there was a first death today uh, of a French citizen who came here infected and died on in Buenos Aires. So, of course, their reaction was we start shutting it all down, which is good. You know, it's it's a small amount of cases so far. And and if they can kind of nip it in the bud, that's, you know, it. And the less the French window, people that window. can be in any country, the better. <laughs> really, this is the situation here. Well, did you see, I, I saw that uh, some study that showed, not study, but some, some report that showed that the reason why Italy was hit so hard is because they have factories there that are manned by people from the city of Wuhan in China because oh, China no. bought up some of the factories there, some of the leather factories or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so they have mm-hmm. like 100,000 Wuhanians, I don't know if that's the Wuhanites, <laughs> who are live in Italy, and these get they go back and I forth. I think Cindy Lou Wuhan lives there. Yeah, exactly. But they go back and forth, and they anyway. So that's why Italy was hit so hard, northern Italy especially. So we, you know, we know Ground Zero. We know where it is. I think the biggest right. fear is that were the numbers released accurate? Were they released in in time? If they were released earlier, could this have been nipped in the bud sooner? Yeah. And now the Chinese government is trying to say that that the United States government made it and dropped it off there. Like I was like, yes, let's bring oh. the Asian Alec Jones into this. That is the perfect move. Right. That sounds like the next James Bond movie. I know, right? Like it's Could it's be. like so it, it's so absurd that it's perfect. How about we just heal the planet and just everybody get healthy and let's let's all come together instead of finger pointing. Hey, especially with the fingers are where a lot of the virus is being transmitted. Let's, if we're going to do any finger pointing for now, we're doing elbow pointing. Yes, it's only elbow pointing. Right, elbow or you pointing. know what? Really, let's bring yeah. it back to knee pointing. <laughs> I saw a photo today of Pelosi and Mitch McConnell bumping elbows. Nice. And laughing like, you know, it's like it's we're, we're united in our fear of contaminating each other. Well, especially those two, right? Like. Those are in the target demo. <laughs> well, well, we have, you know, the, 
it's unfortunate in the world that we live in that dozens, hundreds, thousands of people die, but it isn't until someone of a celebrity status, a well-known name, everybody takes notice. So we have, you know, the, the someone from Brazil that was visiting Mar-a-Lago and Trump was with that person. Is Trump infected? You have Tom and Rita Hanks that uh, tested uh, down in Australia because somebody on the crew infected people there. So right. what's going to happen in these cases? Part of me, it looks like it's like what I'd like to see happen is that people have been infected of well-known names. They're completely fine after two or three weeks. And then people kind of ease their panic a little bit because it's not something that if I go out into the street, I'm going to die. And there seems right. to be this fear that has been stoked by the media, which is ridiculous. Yeah. That like, if you go out, you're going to get uh, leprosy and then right. like yeah. your brain will eat itself and then you become among the undead. You know, the whole leprosy thing, when I saw the movie Ben Hur as a little kid, Leprosy scared yes. the shit out of me. Absolutely. Because I saw like flesh falling off of people's bodies and holes in their faces. And I, I, I think it was probably like six years old, seven years old. And I was mortified, had nightmares about leprosy. Yeah. It was awful. And it sounds like such a fun word. <laughs> it does. Leprosy. <laughs> this, I, this just sounds like a little bit of leprosy. <laughs> but no, it's really bad. Right, John? It is bad. It's a bad thing. So, um, we do have some baseball news. Yeah, right? sure. Why not? A little bit. The I guess the biggest was the the news of Francisco Lindor, the Indians trying after ardently trying to move him for the last uh, from I guess all the way from last July there were talks about it until now and uh, well, they're now they're going to try to extend him. And I love I love the way he's handled all of this. He's like it's just part of the business. I just yeah. I, I'd love to stay here, but I but I get it. It's okay. Yeah, I assume they're trying to get him on like a uh, Christian Yelich uh, kind of team-friendly situation. Yeah, but he's probably just like, "I'm Francisco Lindor. I got one year left here in Cleveland. <laughs> I think I'll try my yeah. uh, take my business elsewhere." I think that's going to be how that one plays out for sure. And uh, what's this about Gary Sanchez? I, d- I hadn't heard anything about it. So was there panic in uh, New York that Sanchez had attracted the virus? But it was yeah, so it turns out he just had the flu. And that's the thing is a lot of oh, people are going to just have the flu and mm-hmm. it's just like the regular flu. It's not this, you know, Mecca Godzilla. I have some business associates over in Korea and heard from him this week that both he and his wife had contracted symptoms. So they went to the doctor. There was the fear that they had contracted. But no, they only had, you know, your typical flu. And another business associate uh, was in South Africa and came back and tested positive for something. But it was only Denang fever. Yeah, he was lucky, I guess. Oh, okay. It's just like crazy. It's like, oh, you have one of the things that could only kill you one out of a thousand. Yeah, well, this and this one's three. So. You know, yeah. the one you're, you're okay. We'll, we'll put you in the back, <laughs> back of the line, buddy. Yeah. Also, you've yeah. got herpes. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Since we're testing. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought you'd like to know. Like Ryan Braun, right? Uh, Remember that rumor was going around? Right. Ryan Braun. Yeah. Herpes yeah. thing. Anyway, those are good yeah, times. Crazy. Those are simpler times, John. So Cargo, who went from an elite player three years ago to, and still young, only what, 34? Is yeah, boy, a, his skills ran. fell off the table and fast. Yeah, yeah. So he, he kind of got passed around last season, a couple places, uh, signed a minor league contract with the Mariners. 
yeah. uh, this offseason and doesn't look like he's going to make the roster. Yeah, and he's not going to make the roster on the Mariners. So <laughs> that's like a double he's punishment. The Orioles. He's hoping the Orioles right? may have an opening. Maybe he should have maybe he should have taken that that Detroit phone call. Right. Uh, so I I didn't hear about this one either. Was this golfing event with the Washington National players and President Trump this week? I think it was last week. Wow, was it before or after the Lagomar contact? I think with it the was Brazilian? before it, before the Brazilian contact. Okay, yeah, because I'm sure all those players are getting tested. It's a whole different meaning. You're getting tested. Usually that's STDs. Then yeah. we move on to PEDs, and now it's just the flu. Getting tested. I would much rather test positive for PEDs. <laughs> This is just a weird episode. It's just kind of like there's really this. It, it almost seems like most of this stuff is just kind of like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't really matter yeah. at the moment. Yeah, because I, I put this line weird. item, the Nationals players playing with uh, golf with Trump. And I thought, oh, that'd be what a cute little thing to talk about. Because my what I thought was interesting was there were a lot of people sort of responding to the article and to talking about it. Just kind of like, whatever, they can do whatever they want. Like people who don't like Trump. Do you know what I mean? Like. Right. And that's it reminded me of back when Obama was president, where like there were people that didn't like Obama. And like if we someone hung out with them, it doesn't mean you can't like that team or that person's movies or. Right. Right. And then poop hit the fan. And now no one really cares about this stuff anymore. And we're just filling airtime so people can listen to this while they're sitting at home hoping they don't right. die. This will be the <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> And I'm thinking this might be the highest uh, listened to show we've ever done because people have a lot of time on their hands. I guarantee that's not going to be the case, John. <laughs> you don't think people are going to be sitting down there just scrolling through their podcast? There's only know, so much saying, misery what people can, can I endure in a time to? like this. <laughs> so we got a couple other things on here. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Barry Bonds saying that being an MLB pariah is a death sentence. Well, maybe you should have thought about that before you, you know, were the king of uh, PEDs and in, in baseball. You know, at some point you have to own up to your your ways. You know, you go from having a normal size head to size eight and a half head overnight. John, <laughs> he was told it was just there. a performance cream. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> a performance enhancing cream. And Barry, you know, do you feel okay. bad for him? No, he's laughing all the way to the bank. It must might be difficult for him to kind of be around people who are purists. But at the end of the day, Barry, it's all it's all good. They still love you in San Francisco. Just stay there. I was a huge Barry Bonds fan when he was with the Pirates. Loved him, Bobby Bonilla. Loved that Sid Bream. That yeah. whole you know early '90s team was great. Well, I've always disliked him, <laughs> and but at the same time, like I've only disliked him as like a competitor like i don't like he cheated mm -hmm. so what everyone everyone was cheating right. so what why is this guy you know being singled out and i don't think he's being that singled out i just don't think he's gonna get like the coronation that he feels he deserves for being right what do you figure the second best hitter in the history of yeah, baseball of the game yeah that, maybe the third best hitter of all time in baseball yeah, and you look at he and Roger Clemens. Both of them were first ballot hall, unanimous potentially yeah. Hall of Famers. And yeah. Nope. And they all they can do is go hang out and have a barbecue with Pete Rose. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. I would love <laughs> to be a fly in the wall at that cookout. The thing is, it would be boring. Those are boring people. <laughs> like 
Come on. They just, yeah. Like, like anyone who's going to get to the media and cry about being an, a pariah is, oh, it's a death sentence. Oh, like, I have hundreds of millions no, the of dollars. coronavirus oh. is a death sentence. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, come on, Barry. Lighten yeah. up. You know, maybe some performance-enhancing drugs are going to be just what people need at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this next headline, Dallas kind of triggered a thing with uh, Mark Cuban. Nice guy. Wealthy billionaire has said that he's going to pay his hourly staff through the shutdown. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Isn't that a nice thing? So that he- next headline kind of triggered that. Yeah. News I saw Kevin Love is doing that for the, the Cavaliers, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, is he? That's nice. Yeah. He kicked that's in a hundred nice. grand for, uh, you know, that's stadium awesome. staff and all that stuff. So That would be nice to see people do that across the board, not just in, yeah. in sports. That would be nice. Yeah. Also, if anyone just wants to send me some money, I'll take it. Yeah, just PayPal. You know. Yeah. I'm also on Zelle. Big fan of Zelle. So yeah. set me up, Kevin Love, if you're listening. I'll take crypto too. I'll take Send a piece. It my way. Fair yeah. enough. So let's see. Oh, so the Dallas headline is that uh, I I didn't hear about this one either. The FAA, Federal Aviation Administration, yanked the license from a Dallas aviation company that was illegally flying Major League Baseball teams around. Right. It sounds so nefarious and like dangerous, but really it was just their pilots were not fully credentialed or something. Yeah. It wasn't nefarious. Look, it's boring, man. Like everything is like is coronavirus right now. You know what I mean? Like everything's coming up coronavirus. But this is the worst, the, the last headline is the absolute worst coronavirus impact, <laughs> in my opinion. You know, we had that uh, one goalie for Toronto, a guy that was a, a Zamboni driver in Toronto. Oh, right, the Zamboni guy, the yeah. Avalanche. Yeah, so that was kind of like a thing, and he became a hero, even though he was playing for the, the visiting team, and it was such a big deal, and he, he did fairly well. So uh, Rocky's former player, Larry Walker, was going to be the honorary Avs goaltender this weekend. Yeah. Not happening. Unfortunate. Yeah. Shut it Got down. And, and he used to be, and he used to play semi, I don't know if it was semi, but he was a junior league hockey player. Maybe he can hang day. out with Barry Bonds and... Roger Clemens and and Pete Rose, they can cry (laughs) themselves to sleep on their giant money pillows. (laughs) Yeah, there's not much, uh, not much sympathy, I guess you could have for the wealthy people that are. I don't know. know, It was kind of a neat little story, but at the same time, like, who cares? (laughs) But I I feel bad for the the minor leaguers. You know, I I really don't feel bad for the the players who are making even mid league minimum at a you know five hundred and fifty five, whatever it is, sixty five thousand. Yeah. That's that's good money, uh, but I feel bad yeah. for the guys that are in Double A, thinking that they might have a springboard oh, this man. year, or the ones who yeah. are fighting for potential roster spots. And like I said earlier, the the injuries that created a pathway to potentially making the roster, breaking camp, and those stories are going to be put on hold. And yeah, now there's all the questions of like service time, like how does how yeah. is because it's all mathematical and like what's the Super Two mm-hmm. cutoff and. So it's like normally what 172 days on the roster, and do they just do a prorated thing on that? And then, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's just it's going to be a mess because we can't stop aging. They, yeah, these leagues are not set up for two month suspension catastrophes. Though I will say that the NBA and the NHL will probably handle it pretty easily, don't you think? Just start things up again in 
Yeah, they could. Well, the know? NBA definitely, both of them could. There's yeah. no recourse. Baseball can't afford to push back into December. You know, that, that's not. Yeah, that's work. the thing is they sort of have a, a cutoff there, don't they? I wonder if they'll yeah. start, they'll do yeah. a thing where like they do like double headers. Like in the olden days, they had pre scheduled mm-hmm. double headers. Yeah. Cut out some of those de- off days. I don't know what they're going to do. Well, I know that the MLBPA will probably nix that. They're going to, they fought for, you know, the elimination of double headers and more days off and all that stuff. So, but the revenue is important. So the players are going to be like, well, you know, I'm still going to get paid, right? Right. Prorated, you know, it, this is going to cause, and the one interesting story is what about all the coaches in the NCAA yeah. who had performance incentives for making the tournament? Yeah. And now they don't know if they're making the tournament. What happens it's to them? Crazy. Do they get their bonuses? Are they on? Yeah. It's, yeah. Crazy world. So this week's starting nine has nothing to do with the coronavirus. It has to do with the Ides of March. And anybody who is familiar with the Ides of March knows this is a bard reference. So nine players with Shakespeare quote names in honor of the Ides of March. Right. This Sunday, when Larry Walker was supposed to be the honorary goalie, the Ides of March, the 15th, famous from uh, Julius Caesar by... William Shakespeare, beware the Ides of March. So why not do some more Shakespeare quotes with player names? Why not? Here we go. A little lighthearted funtivities to distract us from the world shutting down around us. To be or Nate to be Ovaldi. <laughs> good. Starting off strong. Okay, good. All the world, Zach, stage, Grinky. Okay. Uh, Michael Con, wherefore toe art thou Romeo? <laughs> oh, I feel like I feel like Ed McMahon. Hey, <laughs> that's good. That's funny. Now is the Jesse Winker of our discontent. <laughs> oh, these are awesome. Thank you. Winter of our discontent. The Jesse Winker of our discontent. That's right. Well, Jesse Winker. The Lady Austin Voth protests too much, nice. methinks. Wow. These are great. You can do this all day long, I'll bet. <laughs> We're not going to, though. All right. <laughs> to thine CJ Crone self be true. <laughs> yeah, these all fit. They're smooth. There's no stumbles. Yeah. You're no stumbling. It's great. I mean, Shakespeare is doing all the, uh, all the hard work here, to be honest with you. You're just looking for the rhyming. Yeah, exactly. Here's another one. Paul that glisters is not Goldschmidt. <laughs> oh, these are awesome. People are going to have to listen just for this. Yeah, right? This is important. It's worth it. It's good stuff. Cry Havoc and Brett Philslip, the dogs of war. <laughs> Brett Phillips, Philslip. That's the worst one, I think. Um, here we go. Ahmed Rosario, by any name, would smell as sweet. Uh, these are great. Makes me want to read Shakespeare, kind of. Maybe not. <laughs> Is that it? That's it, man. That's, that's nine. One? Oh, yeah. That's nine. Okay. Awesome. Oh, that's right. Starting Normally nine. I do like, a, oh, here's the last one. But I didn't. On that one. That's okay. That's okay. Was, yeah. We're all confused. We're thrown. Our rhythm is off. It's a coronavirus. We got the Wuhan, man. Yeah. <laughs> we got it bad. We got the Wuhan We got, we got it so bad. So we have plenty of time to do Around the Horn this week. Yes. So let's jump into Fantasy Studs and Duds. We're just going to go rocket around the league, and you're going to tell me who's a stud, who's a dud. Yes. For each team. Who's a stud, who's a dud, 
Last year we did like I think like for fantasy baseball. What did we do? It was like uh, the best sleepers. Okay. Be- best sleepers. I did pretty good. I did pretty good on that one. You kept good notes. No, but I just I remember the five or six that I got right basically <laughs> of the thirty. Oh, that's, that's okay. Uh, you have a good memory. But so for this year, studs and duds. Let's yeah. go around the horn, starting in the National League West, the sure. Padres. Oh, right. And again, around the horn, no research. Top of this the head. Just off the top of the head. Here we go. Was it Padres? Is that what it was? Padres, yes. Okay, studs. I'm going to go Fernando Tatis Jr. Mm-hmm. Duds, Eric Hosmer. I think this is the year that he's he's been not even average for the last couple of years, but I think this is the year where he gets into that Pujolsian range of like really close to zero wins above replacement. And laughing all the way to the bank. All the way to the San Diego Sun Trust Bank. How about the Dodgers? Well, there's a lot to choose from here. There's a lot of studs. Maybe all the studs. Maybe too many studs? I don't know. Only time will tell. But let's just say, I don't know, Mookie Betts. I don't know. Cody Bellinger. I don't know. There's a ton of them. Walker Bueller. Walker Bueller. Yeah. Keep going. Like, yeah, Keep it going. Just, it's a crazy list. There's no it's duds, really, are there? There's not a dud on that team. Well, well I'm going to. Kenley Jansen, although he did lose some weight. Yeah, and his, his, his fastball is up MPH a little bit. MPH is ticked up. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to say dud. I'm going to say Corey Seager. And oh. the man's got the skills, but the injuries, man. Yeah. But that's a tough team to pick a dud from. Well, the Giants are like the opposite of the Dodgers. They're just all duds. So All old men. Yeah, like studs, I will say that there will be zero studs. But if you had to say, like, who's the best San Francisco Giant player? Oh, man. Evan Longoria, maybe? What a horrible, horrible team. Oh, man. And they brought back Pence and brought back Panda. They're They're just parading them all. Yeah. Except for they, they'd get, you know, Bumgarner didn't come back. So Bumgarner didn't come back. Yeah. Wanted to go to where the rodeos were. Right. So who, who are the duds? All of them? I mean, like, just the whole, uh, you know, like, you kind of hope that, like, somebody's going to shine, like, uh, Dubon. But then they're talking about maybe having him be, like, a utility player. And I don't know. It's just such a bad team. It's the team. Duds. Giants. Duds. They just renamed themselves the Duds. <laughs> Rockies. Okay, so studs. I think Charlie Blackman is always mm-hmm. a, just an incredible number. We're talking fantasy here too, right? So these are right. gr- he's just going to put up great numbers as he always does. And I love Trevor Story so much in almost every format possible for fantasy mm-hmm. baseball. And Arenado puts up good numbers. You know, here's the thing about Arenado is I kind of feel like he might get traded this year. And then what do you do if you've got Nolan Arenado not on the Rockies? Right. That can't get a stud endorsement from Jed Rigney. Like you Uh will not, I will not own him in any league this year. For fear of his numbers dropping off in the second half. Yeah. Because if he gets traded to the Cardinals who could use a third baseman or, you know, some other team that suddenly needs a third baseman. And then like, oh, well, look, he's not in Colorado anymore. Like he's a first round pick or top of the second round pick because of Colorado. And I mean, his skills, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. But. Uh, the D backs. There's a few oh, wait a minute. Did we there. do it? We didn't do a dud. We just whoever's playing oh, catcher no for the Rockies. Like, that's just okay. That's their standard thing. Anyone in the starting rotation, the entire bullpen. <laughs> How about that? Okay. I still like uh, Herman Marquez, though. Yeah, he's fireballer. He'll get his K's, yeah. but his yeah, be careful who you start him against. Yeah, uh, D backs. Couple studs there. 
studs. We got Kettle Marte, stud, Starling Marte. Is it Starling or Sterling? Starling Marte, Sterling Sharp. Right. So they have the Marte Parte going on. Right. Which is just that a horrifying thing I just said, and I'm embarrassed that it came out of my mouth. And who else? They, don't they have they have Eduardo Escobar, who's like really solid. He's not a stud, mm-hmm. but he's one of those guys who's underrated. And then you know they have a you know they got a nice pitching staff and a good bullpen, and I think I think they're going to outdo their projections Zach if Gallen? in fact they play any games. I think Gallon's going to be good. Be? Like, yeah, I think he's going to be a good player. I don't think he's going to. Some people are like super hyped on him, but I'm more like I think he's going to be good. And he's he's listed as the five in the number five hole. Yeah, right but now. I think that's. I think he's more like a two and a half, you know, like that's mm-hmm. probably more what he is, two and a half. So who are the duds? Madison Bumgarner? Duds. I know he'll be fine. I mean, you know, it's not going to be the number, the ratios aren't going to be as good in Arizona as they were in San Francisco, but he's going to get a few more wins than San Francisco. He would have gotten, he might, mm-hmm. he might get a few more wins than San Francisco himself. <laughs> um, let me see. Duds. Eh, I don't know. Who's there? Kevin Ahmed, is that his name? The shortstop? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's under. Really under good defender. So far. Really good defender, but I don't like his numbers at all. But he'll be out there. So it's like if he's a, if you're doing like an NL only league, he's a good guy. He'll get you some numbers. But then I just think for like any mixed league or whatever, it's just a waste. Okay, let's move over to the uh, American League West Astros. Okay, first of all, I think just generally speaking, you should devalue every offensive hitter on the Astros for two reasons. One, we don't really know what cheating they've been up to last year because they didn't get busted for last year. Also, I think that this stuff is going to have a psychological effect on them. They're, yeah. All of their numbers are really bad in spring training. So just They're downgrade all of them. But Altuve is still you know, great. Bregman, of course, is still a you know, first-round level kind of guy. And um, Duds, I think Uriel, Yuli uh, Guriel, I think he bottoms out this year. How about the Angels? Well, Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon, two of the ultra studs in the league. And, you know, I really like Shohei Otani. Like, here's the thing. If you could have him, if you have daily lineups, I think in a weekly lineup league, forget about it. He's not worth it. But in the daily lineups thing, you could have him start, what, like four out of six Mm -hmm. games-ish? And then you put in someone else for those other two or three games. I think you have like a a second-round player, that Mm -hmm. combined value of – Otani plus another player filling that hole. Right. Secret, secret yep. stud, but only in daily lineups. Right. And then Duds, the pitching staff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like Heaney a bit, but so he's not necessarily a dud, but that pitching staff is is dudular. I wouldn't there's not a lot of guys I pick up there. They're gonna have to score a lot of runs this year. If there's a, score. If there's yeah, it's a, a good thing they didn't uh do a trade with the Dodgers to get Ross Stripling and right. Jock Peterson. Right. Yeah. Seems like it might be a perfect yeah. fit. But. Could have got more runs plus a little bit pitching support. I mean, Stripling would have been like exactly what that team needs for pitching. Yeah. Like that's a solid number three starter for, at a discount price. And I don't know, Artie Marino just got tired of waiting for the Dodgers. So Rangers. Okay, studs, I think Joey Joey Gallo. That's my stud. For mm-hmm. Dud. Dud. Rugnet Odor. I think this is the year it all just kind of – really falls apart for him. And you're not alone. I've read a couple of things where people said that, you know, kind of, you know, watch watch him. Don't don't bite early on him cuz yeah. it could be the beginning of the of the fall. Yeah. Cuz here's the thing about him is his batting average and on-base percentage numbers are so bad 
but his accumulating numbers are very good. Like his home runs and stolen bases are good. Like he's easily a top hundred player, but will he get the at bats and plate appearances needed to get those home runs and stolen bases? If the Rangers are kind of like, okay, good. Well, we have some prospects coming. We got Nick Solak. Right. We got, we got these other players we can play instead who aren't as bad as, as Odor. Mm-hmm. So it's that sort of that Malik Smith thing. Like Malik Smith will get 50 stolen bases if he plays every game. But at a certain point, don't the Mariners go like, well, this guy's not very good on defense and his the right. rest of his offensive numbers are just so bad. Let's put someone else out there. Well, let's do the Mariners now since you mentioned him. Fair enough. Mariners. And Malik Smith is my dud. And my stud is ugh, when Jared Kalanick gets called up. <laughs> <laughs> Which will probably be, well, depending on when the service time issue is yeah. played out. He'll be up this year. Yeah. He seems like he should be. And then, of course, if they yeah. called up Julio Rodriguez, I think that's... Mm-hmm. Kellenic-Rodriguez is going to be a hell of a tandem for them for, yeah, for a long time. Is. And uh, last in the AL West, the Athletics. I really like Matt Olson, first base, mm-hmm. especially in an on-base percentage league. And then for Duds, the second base situation there is really grimy, like Sheldon Noisy and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like, I just stay away from those guys. Right, Barreto, and who's the other one? There's there's three that are vying for that yeah. position. Yeah, I mean, there's some nice players on that team too. They're kind of like team. They're kind of like oh, like not Barreto, Steven Piscotti. Yeah, Franklin Barreto, He's a pitcher, right? Franklin Barreto. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's move over to the uh, National League Central Pirates. Studs, I guess. Josh Bell is a stud, ish, for the Pirates, <laughs> relatively, and then Duds. I think Brian Reynolds, I'm out on that dude. I, some people are kind of mm-hmm. geeked by him, but I just don't like his numbers. Like they just, and that's a team that's not going to score a lot of runs. So he's not going to get a lot of RBIs and a lot of runs himself. And then he doesn't hit home runs really. So he can't get those RBIs and home runs of, and, and runs from home runs. So I don't know. I think he's a dud. Cardinals. Studs on the Cardinals. I like Goldschmidt though. He's got a little elbow thing happening right now. And I really like Dylan Carlson, but I, he's not been called up yet, but I feel like he's going to be called up as soon as that uh, service time thing passes, whenever that is. And then Duds, Adam Wainwright. Just stay away from yeah. that dude. Don't, that's just, stay away from that dude. Cubs. Okay, Cubs. I like uh, Javi Baez to have a, an uptick back to more of the 2018 year. Though, if it's an on-base percentage league, Chris Bryant is the guy and also mm-hmm. who's going really late is Anthony Rizzo. Like for some reason he's dropping in like the seventies and that's really? way too late for him. Yeah. It's way too late yeah. for him. People are just kind of like, and first base is like a really shallow position too. So, but I think people are just kind of like, you know, I don't know. Anthony Rizzo hasn't really put up that year where everyone was just like, yeah, this guy's amazing, but it's, he, but he's he solid. puts up solid numbers. Yeah, yeah, really solid yeah. numbers. Do, yeah. Doesn't get injured too much. Doesn't miss too yeah. much time. Uh, Brewers. Did I do a dud for? Oh no, you didn't. Cubs? I didn't do a dud for the Cubs. Oh, I would say like uh, John Lester. Mm-hmm. That's a situation you want to stay away from. Don't don't even pick yeah. him up. Those numbers are going to be sketchy. Bad. Yeah, yeah. So D- Darvish, what kind of year Darvish has? Uh, Jordan. I think Darvish is going to be a monster. I think he's going to be like yeah. a top twenty pitcher, and I'm seeing him go in drafts right now, like in the top sixty. That's well. He's his confidence is back because he now knows yeah. he wasn't tipping pitches. Right. So yeah, that's a good uh, thing. He's excited, and the, the, his second half last year was almost was Jack Flaherty-ian. 
Flack Flaherty <laughs> in him. <laughs> so, uh, Brewers. Let's move with the Brewers now. Yelich is your stud. For the Brewers. Um, who's your dud? Ryan Braun. Uh, Reds. Reds got a lot of upticks. The stud that I'm looking at on the Reds is Castellanos. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to just crush it at that stadium. And he's top 50, right? Yeah. I think he's going to crush it. I think he's going to be a top 15, top 20 batter at, at the end of the, yeah. at the end of it all. And, and then duds? duds, I don't know who's, who's playing shortstop for them. It's someone can't even remember his name. He used to be on the Padres and the Blue Jays, whatever <laughs> that guy, know. that guy. Okay. That guy. That's, don't that's pick the, the shortstop for the Reds. <laughs> <laughs> Tigers. All the team. Over to the, those are your, team. those are your duds. No studs. No studs. Stay away from all no Tigers. Studs. Don't get it. Don't get their closer. He's not going to get any saves because they're not going to win any games. And the Indians. You know that everyone likes Francisco Lindor, but I got a really good feeling about Jose Ramirez. Power mm-hmm. speed. Bounce back. Started off awful last year, first couple of months, mm-hmm. and then just figured it out. Got injured, but then it looked like he had figured it all out. That whole pitching staff can hold together. They should make the playoffs, but that's a big if with that team now. Big Levenger if. Yeah. Duds, so the duds maybe the pitching. I mean, I think the the dud's going to be whoever's in the outfield until like, you know, they start bringing up guys or they make a trade. Like, mm-hmm. but how much do they hate Puig? Like, right. they need an outfielder for him. a year. They're just like, no one wants that guy. They're like, yeah, I think we had enough. <laughs> it was league average last year. I think he's probably been humbled by this, and if he hasn't hurt him, you know, psychologically. He could, this could be one of those things. Well, I'll prove everybody and whoever yeah. picks him up, he's, he, he could be a huge asset. Yeah. Or just a huge ass. Yeah. Could be that too. Um, how about the twins? Okay. So studs on the twins. Just a I few. Mean, I want, I want to say Kepler, but it's almost like these guys don't have like a, like a monster stud. They have like, Donaldson and Kepler and Rosario and Sano and they're all kind of like second tier studs. But that's a you know that's a pretty good stud farm right there. They're gonna have six players with thirty home runs. Yeah, it's gonna be a mashing team this year. Uh, Dud, uh, what's that guy there? Uh, Nart Araz Araz Araz, the second like baseman. That, yeah. I'm right. staying away from that guy. If you, unless you're in like a batting average league, like for whatever reason, he doesn't get runs, he doesn't get RBIs, he doesn't have any power. He just hits with a high batting average, but then doesn't really do anything else, doesn't steal. Like, what are you even doing out there? I, I see him being replaced <laughs> by one of their prospects or by a trade somewhere in the middle of the season. White Sox. Who's the studiest stud on the, the White Sox? I mean, I really like th- – this is very similar to the Twins, though, funny enough, because it's like Abreu and Eloy Jimenez – and Mancada, it's like it is all sort of that second tier studliness, mm-hmm. though. But one of those could make the leap. But I, I like all those players. But there's no real stud on that, on that team. Pitchers wise, Giolito. Yeah, I'm. I mean, Gio Gonzalez. Don't touch him. I'm. I'm kind of intrigued by Dylan Cease, but I can't make up my mind whether I'm scared to death of him or whether I'm just infatuated. So maybe you know, maybe it's a combination of both. Who's a dud? Whoever's at second base until uh, they call up, what's his name? Um, oh, well, I just totally forgot their second base project. Nick something or other? I don't know. <laughs> Dave? <laughs> Steven? Dave, and they call Dave up. <laughs> I think my coffee wore off, John. What's happening here? The biggest asset, though, for Chicago is uh, the 
picking up the catcher. Was it? Yeah. Was the, the guy they picked up? Yasmani Grandal has a really nice yeah, pickup. One of the yeah. best framers in baseball. That's right. And he's going to add value to that pitching staff as a result right. of that. So people should be monitoring that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little down on Luis Robert or Lou, Lou Bob or Louis Lou, Robert Lou or whatever his name is. I'm a little down on him just because I think two, three years from now, he's going to be an all-star, but he feels like the kind of guy that sort of Byron buxton sort of like needs some time. Mm-hmm. He's going to need some time to figure things out, get his strikeouts down, get his on base up, steal a lot of bases. Yeah, and he's penciled in in the nine hole. Oh yeah, so even right even more dudlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's a safe place for somebody that you know he he will move up that yeah. list. He could be a potential two or five. Yeah, I could see that down the road. Uh, Royals uh, are they another Tigers? A bunch of a whole bunch of dud. Well, no, they have um, what's his name? Whit Merrifield. They have Merrifield and Montesi and uh, Soler. Solaire. So, so there's a little Solaire. bit of studliness there, but again, it's that second yeah, tier stuff. That and, second tier stud, yeah. yeah. And not enough supporting cast to. Yeah. And if it was a healthy Montessi, then that would be yeah, a, that would be the stud. And he hasn't even played this spring, has he? Right. And yeah, won't he, anytime soon. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a dud? Just everybody Alex else. Gordon? I mean, yes, Alex Gordon. I have him on one keeper, uh, one dynasty league, but it's a 30 team league. So. You needed some makes veteran, le- veteran guidance. I needed a warm body in my left field <laughs> spot. Alex Gordon, ladies and gentlemen, put that on his poster. Put that on his poster. A warm body to fill the left field spot. Literally exactly what he is on my team is what he is with the Royals. <laughs> okay, let's move over to the National League East, the Braves. Acuna, there's your stud. I mean, they got other really good players, but he's the stud. Any duds? Uh, Johan Carmago, is that the one? No, is it Heimer Candelar? No. no Whichever that's, one that's isn't Austin Detroit. Riley. Yeah. Right. It's the, Carmago. Yeah. Carmago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. People are talking about how this is going to be his breakout year. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's, that's not, he had a great year happening. two years ago. It was awful last year. Yeah. Also, I'm way down on Dansby Swanson. I think he's fine, but I don't think he should be on a like a mixed league fantasy baseball team. Okay. How about the Mets? My boy Conforto, of course. The stud mm-hmm. is Pete Alonzo, and the dud, I'm going to go with, uh, oh, man, there's a lot of duds on that team, potentially. Robinson Cano. A lot of people saying he's going to bounce back this year. But I know. Again, but look, knows? if you get him in like dollar days in an auction where it's like you get him for a buck, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely he's worth that. And like he might be even worth worth more than that. It's worth that chance. But don't go spending $10 on him. It's it's Robinson no. Cano. Just say Cano. 37. Past his prime. Yeah. Uh, Phillies. Bryce Harper. Monster guy. I also love Reese Hoskins, especially in on-base league. But even in non-on-base percentage where you just use an average, I do like Reese Hoskins there. But but Harper's the stud. What about JT? Ryomoto? I mean, you know, by position, Studley? he's the studliest he's of stud. all studs. But right. still, Harper should be taken 40 picks ahead of him in any draft. Dud? Uh, Arietta. Yeah, I guess Arietta, because because whatever. Didn't he just get injured too? <laughs> yeah, I think he did get hurt. So. Yeah, I think he got hurt today. So I never really liked him. So it's, I always was like, I'm trying to rule out. It's like I immediately ruled him out anyway. But yeah, so I don't really like him anyway. So just Arietta. Okay, the Nationals. What a great story he was, though, right? He was bad on the Orioles. He got traded to the Cubs. The Cubs fixed him. He did really great. Signed with the Phillies and fell apart again. Made his money. 
Yeah. Okay, Nationals. Okay, the stud is Scherzer. And I say Scherzer because pitching is going to be a real premium this year. So Mm -hmm. Juan Soto is also amazing. And if you're talking about like the studs for all for the next 10 years, I would absolutely take Juan Soto over over Scherzer. I mean, Soto might be someone you take in the top three or four if you're talking about the next 10 years. Mm -hmm. He's still, what, just 20 or 21? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then Dud as Dribble Cabrera, Starling Castro, that yeah. combination of yeah. ugliness that's gonna be out on their field. That's that's gotta go. Marlins. Okay, so I like Jonathan Vilar, even though I'm not really mm-hmm. sure or VR, I'm not really sure where he's gonna be playing. Or he might be playing all around. He might they might I don't know what they're gonna do, but he's a very good fantasy baseball player. And then I see he's like the top ranked second baseman. Because I of mean the stolen the stolen bases, the stolen bases yeah. are very valuable, very valuable. And then duds, I'm gonna say Brett Anderson. Interesting, but this is not the Tigers here that we're dealing no. with, or even the no. Royals. This is actually a team that's starting to come together, and you could even s- right. squint and see some some improvement on some of these they guys. Might might, might uh, be touching 70 wins this year. I'm just saying, close, getting there. <laughs> Derek's vision. <laughs> Okay, last but not least, the American League East, Red Sox. Okay, the stud, J.D. Martinez. Even with Mookie not there, he's still going to be a monster. Xander Bogarts, of course, Mr. Consistency, solid dude, but J.D. Martinez is the guy. Dud? Dud? I'm going to say Chavis. I feel like that all falls apart for him, yeah. I think he's like a good American League only guy. Like if you're... Because he's going to get a lot of at-bats, but I just, just I don't like his strikeouts. I don't like how his second half went after his initial power surge. Yeah. Okay, Yankees. Okay, well, let me see. Who's still healthy on the Yankees? So Garrett Cole, <laughs> right? So there's your stud. Mm-hmm. And your dud is the medical staff, <laughs> who allowed three injuries from last year to linger over to this year. With uh, Paxton, uh, Severino, and Judge. A definite plus for the Yankees to get all these guys that are the nagging injuries. They'll likely be back in the two, four, six-week period that we'll be waiting. Yeah. But uh, it should be a benefit to them for sure. Yeah. How about the Blue Jays? Um, I mean, I like – this is a team where they're going to have so many studs like next year, the year after. For this Mm -hmm. year, of course, it's like Guerrero and – Biggio and Bichette, like those are all really good players, but it is again that second tier. It's not quite, mm-hmm. you know, fantasy baseball wise. It's not quite like, oh yeah, these are real difference makers. Though I think Biggio's steals could be a, a surprise. It's a very good looking offense, and I, I think they got Jordan Groshans coming next year. I think that's going to be able to. He's actually a good defensive third baseman, so that could move Guerrero off of third, maybe mm-hmm. push him over to first or in DH. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and I'm really curious, of course, to see what Rowdy Telez does. But I, maybe it's just I like the name so much. I don't know. <laughs> what about Dud? Rowdy Telez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, um, I don't think I it's going to happen for Rowdy. <laughs> no. And I think the Orioles kind of fit into the Tigers. Are there any, any studs? Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you, you had to like, what's his name, who just went out with uh, – colon surgery the tumor oh yeah yeah uh, mancini yeah mancini like he's a good player but again it's more like that uh, royals thing where it's like 
couple of good players. And like the mm-hmm. Orioles are going to score runs. So if you can pick up the guy who is the starting third baseman, Renato Nunez or whatever, like they're going to get you runs and stuff. And then they might be benched the next week and they bring up Ryan Mountcastle <laughs> right. and DJ Stewart. And they do have sort of a, a wave of young players coming. So it's, you know, and Chris Davis is having a great spring training or was having one and just his luck, of course. Yeah, but he is hitting the ball better. So that's. Yeah. But he, he had a great interview going into spring training. I, I think it was the first week where he talked about how his performance, even though he was still like, two years left on this monster contract, was uh, he admitted that it was an albatross. He admitted that it, psychologically it was weighing on him, that it's not fair, that he's taking up a roster spot when somebody else who could be more productive. That's that's awfully uh, honest of him to kind of yeah. to kind of go there. But, he, but he's been wearing his emotions on his sleeve for the last few seasons anyway. Yeah. Kind of, I kind of want to root for him a little bit. Look, man, a little bit of a I don't see back. any reason why nice. that guy shouldn't succeed. You know what I mean? Like no one, that guy didn't harm anybody. He took a lot of money. That's not his fault. No. No, he didn't do anything. Was he wrong. supposed to say no? The Orioles right. gave him the money. <laughs> right, it's not his fault. Right. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, did we get a? Was that a dud? Was there? Well, I dud? mean, the rest of the did team's duds. So yeah, the duds. Okay. The Rays. Last but not least, Rays. Okay. okay. They, so they have a few studs. the stud, the stud is Austin Meadows. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, Austin Meadows and Tyler Glass now are two the two guys I consider to be the best active rays of course the the one coming wander franco mm-hmm. who might play second base i mean this is a, a team with just loaded with players that are would be starters on any other team or 15 other teams the lao brothers and then the and it was a brand the low brothers and the lao non-brother because it's, right, it's nate low them, right? josh low they're brothers and there's lao nate no not nate lao Brandon Rao, Lau, I don't even know. No one cares, Chad. So let's move on. Anyway, <laughs> um, and then the duds is Kiermaier and Manny Margot. I mean, if they're going to be sharing time now, especially Kiermaier loses a lot of value, but he's so injury prone and so little offensive yeah. value. It's really his defense that they want him out there for. And same with right. Margot, I guess. Those are the two duds. Okay, that, that wraps around the horn. We filled the time. We did it. Okay. Leads us to extra innings and what's going on outside the world of baseball. Kind of talked all about the, uh, you know, basically sporting world shutting down. Yeah. That's kind of the, you know, non-baseball news, but, you know, anything, you know, coronavirus is is making news. Yeah. Uh, But I guess the big thing, the only sport that's still enjoying the fact that this happened during their off season (laughs) is uh, the NFL and big news is about to go down next week because the uh, free agency season starts on Monday and Tom Brady amongst others will be courted with dollars. There's a lot of conjecture. The experts say if he leaves the Patriots, he's going to go to Tennessee. I mean, what's your feeling? The, what I read was that he wants to have say in the roster and he wants to have say in the play calling. So you got to figure it's it's like four teams, right, that are going to want this guy. Mm-hmm. Like I think Tennessee's one of them. I think the Chargers and Raiders are two others. The Chargers make the most sense because it's L.A. and they're opening a new stadium and Tom Brady, you would figure, would at least add 5,000 more ticket sales per game mm-hmm. alone. 
there's talk of San Francisco and, uh, you know, they're like that team is one veteran quarterback away from winning. The, I don't know. I don't know that I just, do these people know that this is like 42 year old Tom Brady they're going after? Like it's, I know. it's, I know. and as a, as a Patriots fan myself, like I'm just like, Hey dude, get whatever you want, whatever makes you happy. Thank right, you for right. the 48 made, Super Bowl rings. Right. We're right. all good over here. Yeah, no no complaints whatsoever. You've done us proud. We're all good. Right. It's a two-year he wants to play until he's 45, which gets like yeah. two and a half seasons, gets him there. So, yeah, that, that, that will be the biggest news in sports next week is yeah. all the other sports. There'll be absolutely nothing yeah. to talk about. So we'll see. We have a little bit of news here from Katy Perry. Apparently she announced in a music video that she's pregnant. Yes, with Orlando, Orlando Blooms. I call him Orlando Bloom. Because I think he's a little bland. Or Blando. Or Blando Bloom. Uh, congratulations to both of them, right? Right, I, yeah, I guess. And great publicity that, move. Great, yeah. Let's get pregnant and put it in a video. Yeah. it that way. A little weird. Yeah. So what's coming up next? Find out if you are even still alive on the COVID-19 show. <laughs> 